Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice and Bengals Nation today. And as always, we're bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, guys, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. I am up to 654 subscribers. That is awesome. Let's keep it rolling. Try to get to 700 as fast as we can. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. We did a show yesterday. Everybody got over to Reds real quick. Wanted to talk Bengals. So I decided to bring in my boys from Bengals Nation. And uh, let's do a little Bengal preview. What's going on, boys? What's up? How's it going? Good, good, good. How you guys feeling about the uh, the Jaguars this weekend? Uh, the mustache, Gardner, Gardner Minshew. The men, the men who? Yeah, Minshew? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I'm feeling optimistic about it. Um, we just had an update on injuries and stuff, so um, but I'm I'm still behind them, 100. So who day? Yeah, we got some bad news. Oh, Mike, uh, you posted it on Bengals Nation that uh, we knew Gino was out, but Mike Daniels is out again. So uh, that's that's not good. Do you, do you know what the injury injury is or what's what's going on? Yeah, they're saying um, from Jeff uh, Jeff Hobson, he's going to be out three to eight weeks with an elbow injury. So that puts him around probably around 11 weeks or 12 weeks. Oh, man. That is not good. That's not good. Hey, Jeremy, your, your uh, admirers are back. Oops, sorry, wrong one. Where'd it go? Hold on. There you go. There, there, there you are, Jeremy. There's your, there's your Facebook. Oh, the hot, hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you. Love you. Love you. Apparently, that person does too. I don't know who that is because it's just a Facebook user. All right, guys. Like I said, we got the Jaguars <laughs> coming up, and the Jaguars started out one and a, one and zero, and now they've lost. They've lost their last two games. Now Gardner Minshew. Has turned the ball over four times this season. Every time he turns the ball over, they lose. Now, since 2019, the Jaguars are one and six in games where Minshew throws an INT. So that tells me we got to get pressure on them. I mean, last year, Geno sacked them twice, and the Bengals held the Jaguars to four field goals and four fourth down stops. They stopped them four times on fourth down and and uh, stopped him in the red zone as well. So our defense stepped up last year. It's got to happen again this year. And without our Daniels and Geno again, our running, our run defense is taking a, a very big hit. So that is a big concern for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, people like to joke around about Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew. Um, but I'll tell you what, you know, 61 point or 68.1 QBR, 73.8 percentage on his passes. That's pretty daggone good. Um, it, you know, Willie J, the boys in the back are going to have to, uh, take care of the field this week. I mean, this isn't something we can just look over something we should win. 
but something we can't just look over. Uh, can't speak right. past I mean, the Jaguars. Yeah, the defense stepped up as far as the passing game goes last week. Logan Wilson got his first pick, the first career pick. He had 10 picks in college. Logan Wilson did. And then LaShawn Sims got his first one. Now, I think, unfortunately, I think Logan is out. Is, uh, isn't that right, Mike? I think Logan's out this week with, with a concussion. Yeah. Um, it's hard telling how long he's going to be out. Um I will have to go back and do a little research on that. But uh, right now, yeah, he's out for a while. So um, we'll get back with everybody as soon as we find out. Yeah, so the injuries are piling up. And that was one of my biggest things I said with not having OTAs, not having a preseason, not having anything really to get yourself ready to play football. And it's not just the Bengals. It's across the NFL. Um, You know, we're – there's way too many injuries. I mean, I understand we got to be uh, cautious with the COVID and everything because I know Tennessee, their their game against the Steelers is postponed this week now because they're getting multiple COVID tests, which I understand that. But they're, to me, they should have done a little bit more in the offseason to try to get the guys ready to play, play football because the only way to get ready to play football is to hit somebody, <laughs> you know? That's very true. That's 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 very true. And, and, you know, we're going up against, you know, a guy not many people have probably heard of um, James uh, James Robinson. Um, He's only got 210 yards this year, but he's averaging four point nine yards a carry. Uh, That's that's pretty pretty good. good. (laughs) With no Logan Wilson, with no Geno Atkins for another week, at least. And now we're hearing about Daniel being out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's tough. And it's not – this isn't a give-me game by any means. I don't want to look past the Jaguars. That's the only – we need to take care of business. Yeah. I mean, we can't – the Bengals really can't look past anybody. Now, I wrote down these are my keys to them for what it's worth to the Bengals to, to win this game. Obviously, you got to protect Joe freaking Burrow. Now – we know Bobby Hart isn't going anywhere. None of us are huge fans of him. But we got to really fix that right guard situation because since Surflow got hurt, it's been a revolving door. Now, I think this week they're going to try Redmond or Sutherland there. Now, Redmond, I, I was listening to the Bengals podcast, uh, and Dave Lapham brought up, I think, a pretty good point. Redmond has played with Bobby Hart more than anybody else has at right guard. So you got, you know, there's a flow, there's a continuity. They know each other. Maybe they'll work better together than Billy Price or Fred Johnson has done. At this point, you got to try something. So, you know. Can I say one thing? Yeah, good. When we signed back Redmond, who, who called? He would be starting again this year. I mean, you knew it was going to happen. You knew when they signed Redmond back, he was going to come. Yes. Right there. Right there. I was the one who said he wasn't going to see the, the, the playing field, but shows what I know. <laughs> you knew it. I mean, well, it's just – it's it's the Bengal way. I mean, that's how we do things. We, 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 we try to rehab these guys and then bring them back. And we've got to get past that. I knew when we signed him, it was a bad deal. Let's go ahead with this one. Yeah, no Gino. I thought I heard he was back. That sucks. Yeah, we – that shoulder injury must be worse than 
than we thought. Because, I mean, I thought he was going to miss at least the first two. Because we had Sunday, and then we played on Thursday. So I thought, you know, that's kind of close games that, you know, I'd see shoulder injury. You know, you don't want to rush it. But people, we're a month into the season, and he's not playing. So Yeah, they said that he was feeling pretty good around Wednesday and Thursday. But I, I guess it was still bothering him on Friday when they had – when he had full pads on. So that's why they kind of made a decision not to let him play this week. Right. All right. My number two key is, I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> run the ball. We got to get mixing going. We got to get mixing going. And obviously we got to stop the run. Now I wrote all this down when I thought Mike Daniels was playing. And that's a big loss. I mean, losing, I mean, we haven't had Gino all year, but losing Daniels, I mean, you see the difference. Between the Cleveland game, which, I mean, I know Cleveland's got better running backs than the Eagles do, but just the, the presence of Daniels and him being able to uh, help out DJ DJ Reader is is huge. The other thing I think that we've talked about before on the show a lot is they got to get the screen game going. They've done it a little bit, but I really do think if you can get Mixon, and especially Giovanni Bernard, get him out in some bubble screens, get him out in open space, the, little, the couple of times he's done it, they've been pretty pretty decent plays, pretty big yards. Right, exactly. And, and you know, the good thing about that is, and there is a little silver lining on, on the whole deal here. Um, they The defense only has three sacks um, over three games. They haven't played against our – what you might call offensive line, if that's if that's what you Bengal fans want to call it, like me, I, I, I guess we can call them that. Um, Miles Miles Jack, everybody everybody knows that Miles Jack. You know he he's he's a pretty bad boy, but they've allowed seven pass touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, seven hundred forty four yards passing, and three hundred forty nine yards rushing. So if we can just average what they are allowing. I can see us having a good game offensively come Sunday for sure. Put it in the bank. Now we have city boy and his usual, (laughs) his usual comment. We need a fire. Fire the coach. Fire him. Fire him. Yeah. Okay. Now. (laughs) Yeah. Mikey posted something from a hype stripe of potential. Not that the Bengals are looking to, to hire a coach, but potential guys, if, that happens. But the other thing, look, everybody wants to fire the coach, fire the coach. Okay. Let's look at the New York Jets and their quarterback, Sam Darwin, is has not lived up to expectations. And he had he's on a second coach, probably going to be his third coach. To me, that's a a bad road or bad path that you don't want to go down. You know, I don't I'm not saying Zach Taylor's a great coach. I don't know yet, but I do like there's a lot of stuff he does that I like, and there's some stuff I'm like, what, what in the world are you doing? So I, I, I'm i not against him yet, but I, I would rather keep him right now because we got a first-year rookie quarterback, and just changing a coach on him year after year after year is not good for quarterbacks and rookies in general. That's not. You're right, Jeff, and ain't because, you know, if you keep switching coaches every year, it's, you're just going to confuse the rookies, you know. They want to try to stick to one system, and that's it. You know, you're going to confuse Burrow if you do that. 
not like he's there. already confused enough with the offensive line. So, <laughs> right. Here's a suggestion for for a new coach. You know, John Kroger says bring Jeremy on. You all <laughs> bring Jeremy. I'm coming, baby. Oh, give, give me about eight hours. I'll be there. <laughs> all right, uh, Matthew. I hope we get mixed in 100 yards. That would be our best. De- oh yes, yeah. That would be our best defense if we can get the offensive line going. Now, one thing I I, I want to say: last year when we got the offensive line going. Pretty sure Redmond was the starting right guard. And, you know, at the end of the season, we were playing better. I mean, I said, my fear is they finally, they'll figure out the offensive line again at the end of the year, and then they're like, oh, we're good. We don't we don't need to fix the offensive line. They That can't happen. I want them to get better because I want them to protect Joe Burrow. <clears throat> but the Bengals can't go, we're good. We're, we're good on the offensive line. No, no, no. We're not good. <laughs> no. That is the most important thing this offseason is protect Joe Burrow and get that offensive line fixed. Absolutely. Whether it's through the draft, whether it's through free agency next year, it's not going to happen this year, guys. I know, we, you know, we've taken probably 100 questions about the offensive line, you know, and what we need to do <laughs> and how we need to do it. But it's not going to happen this year. I, I can just promise everybody that. And even though Burrow, you know, has a league high 14 uh, sacks or whatever, uh, let's see, hold on here. Maybe I'm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. It's a lot. But he's on pace to have 75. Yeah, 14. He's on, <laughs> okay. he's on pace for, for 74 <clears throat> sacks um, by the end of the year. That is yeah, literally. Record is 76. <laughs> yeah. I, he, and he could very easily beat that record. But. No. That's if he's still playing. I mean, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about Mike Daniels and Geno Atkins, these guys that I saw in that question before. <laughs> we could use them on the O line. <laughs> May not hurt, you know, if they get you know, if they had enough capacity in their lungs. But um, <laughs> you know, you just you you can't put your number one draft pick into a situation where he could have a record high amount of sacks. Cannot happen. Period. Exactly. I got a question from Facebook. <clears throat> True, Jeff, but we also had Marvin for many years with a couple QBs. He didn't take us back to – or he did, excuse me. He did take us back to respectability, but no playoff wins. It's not the greatest to keep switching coaches, but if you get the right one, then may not be, may not be so terrible. May, maybe. But one thing I want to say, when Marvin Lewis got here, yeah, we got – Carson Palmer, then he, he also got Andy Dalton. One big, huge key that Marvin had before he drafted Carson, and he and he also had it with Andy Dalton, we already had a pretty good – we had a decent offensive line. The offensive line that Carson Palmer had his rookie season, the same one that Andy Dalton had his rookie season, is 10 times better than the one Joe Burrow has right now. So that's what I keep hammering at. If we had an offensive line – we would be at least two and one, at least, because we would have beat San Diego. We we would have beat the Eagles. We would have made that one last drive. Like you said, we would have punched that in that last drive. We would have punched it in for a touchdown and not a field goal. You know, so it's just everybody's got to just chill out on on the coach right now. And the funny thing is, like for the Reds, I, I think they should fire David Bell, but that's because he's got. David Bell's got the talent, and they should be playing better than they are. 
Zach Taylor right now doesn't have the talent. I mean, Amarillo, our defense played good. <clears throat> Armadillo, I think that's what I'm going to start calling him. Armadillo, he's our, he's Armadillo. our defensive coordinator. Armadillo. One <laughs> thing he cannot do this week is play zone. Don't play zone. Every time he played zone defense, we got score on. And, and yeah, we got burnt big time. Yep, 100%. And on top of that, you know, when we were in the 3-4 and we're blitzing quarterbacks, our defense is literally almost at 50% um, better than they are playing 4-3, cover zone, that kind of thing. Just pick you apart, pick you apart, pick you apart. One one thing, you know, about Lou Armadillo, as you like to call him, uh, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Um, you know, our defense, our past defense, we've gave up 700 yards, a little over 700 yards this year. Rush defense, we have only gave uh, gave up 300 or 238 yards this year. So, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to, you know, put it on these coaches, but our defense, as Jeff, Jeff has said, I'm, I don't know which way the camera goes here. But anyway, um, as he has said in the past, they have played good enough to win. Our offensive line has played bad enough to lose every single game, and that's what we've done, except one. We have a half of a win. Right. And, yeah, we're, we're, we're counting the first first win because A.J. Green caught the ball, and uh, yeah, it's pass interference, but they don't call that. They never call that. Not in that time. Never. Well, well I do want to bring up something, though. Um I don't know if people remember this guy, Tyler Eifert. Um, the Bengals defense need to really keep an eye on him because if he gets out of hand with catching balls and scoring touchdowns, this team's going to be in for a long night. So they need to keep an eye on him, get to the quarterback, and keep their line under control. Yeah, that that's an interesting point. As uh, I was listening to, uh, again, the Bengals uh, booth pod, podcast and uh, – Lap and uh, Dan brought that up. They they brought in some I don't remember some guy from Jackson, and they asked him how <clears throat> how uh, Eifert was doing. Basically, the guy was like, oh, "He's a body," <laughs> so he and and now it could be totally different. I mean, he hasn't done anything all year. Basically, is what this guy was saying, and who knows, he could blow up against the Bengals because he wants to say you know tell them they should have kept him. But that and, that and, is a very good and, point. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Go, go for it. I was just saying, and, and that's, you know, where the injuries are going to help Eifert out a lot against his old team. Uh, no Logan Wilson, who was very impressive, been very impressive this year. Um, I have a feeling we're going to have a little lack of a pass rush, so that's that's going to hurt us a tad <clears throat> bit too. But um, had a good pass rush was, last week, though. That was actually pretty good. It was decent, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. Now with Daniels gone again. Logan Wilson right. gone. Right. I don't know what's up with Daniels. I don't. I don't. Whatever. It's it's the way it is when you come to Cincinnati. I guess you get hurt. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. All right, Matthew. Do you guys think maybe some of the old school package, like keeping Mixon in the backfield to catch some blocks for Joe? Yeah. I mean, they got to do something. They got to bring, and you can set. You can do a two tight end set and leave them both in. <laughs> you know, to block. I mean, it gives Joe less options to throw the ball. But to me, if you give him more time, he's going to find somebody open. It's got to. Got to. I agree. I agree with Jeff. But 
my my thing is is that Joe Mixon can block all he wants, but what about the other guys on the line? Can they block? You know, look what they've done for the last three games. Hopefully, they all can step up and help Joe a little bit from getting hurt. You know, exactly. Well, the more blockers you have, then as every Bengal fan that's watched any football knows, the more blockers you have in the backfield, the less receivers you have going down the field. So, yeah, you got to kind of work. Oh, sorry, good, good, Jerry. No, you're good. I'll just say the thing is you can double team the guys. You can help out, you know, Hart. And if Redmond's in there or, or you know, because at this point, that's where you need help there. And, we're always, I mean, Justin Williams has kind of gotten a pass, but he didn't play that that great. Or excuse me, Jonah Williams, not Justin Williams. Jonah Williams didn't play that great. He played okay, not great. I mean, he's got to step up. A Facebook user here, yeah, if he plays like he did when he wasn't hurt, yeah, we'll be in trouble talking about uh, Eifert again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the Bengals are in for it, though. <laughs> yeah, here's a good point. Yeah, definitely need to watch Eifer because Ertz smoked us last week, which is true. And I I brought that up on on a couple of my shows that uh, um, uh, Carson Wentz loves the tight end, and I mean that that last basically he dropped it right over Wentz's shoulders or not Wentz uh, uh, Ertz's shoulders to get him in, in position to kick what should have been the game winning field goal. Luckily, they screwed that up, but that was a big play. Exactly. Exactly right. I, it's you know, it's really really tough to go with this many injuries. You know that that, that we're suffering on defense, and we're not even talking about Trey Wayne, one of our biggest um, free agents that we picked up in the offseason. He's gone for the year. So, you know exactly. what? This is a game we can win if we come out. And we just we we need to score first. We need to start, score quick, and we need to just keep on laying it on them, and don't give them a chance to come back and win the game. Period. Yeah, it sounds like we said what we said about the Reds yesterday. <laughs> that didn't happen. Hey, exactly, Jerry, exactly. Yeah, the Bengals just have to keep scoring. You know, got to score on every possession when you have it, even on turnovers. If they turn the ball over, like Jeff said, the guys won six with ints. So, you know, if they can score on turnovers and score when they get the ball, their chances are really good. Definitely. Question from Dennis. I don't think the Bengals should worry about Tyler. He's one injury away. All you got to do is touch him. (laughs) He's not Cincinnati anymore. Right. I mean, the thing, Tyler, I I love Tyler for when he he was here. And the injuries just got to him, man. I mean, he just (laughs) – could not stay healthy. I mean, 2015, he was a pro bowler. He had a ton of touchdowns. I mean, he was a huge weapon for Andy Dalton. And I mean, in my opinion, he was on his way to be, you know, up there with, with Kelsey and Gronkowski and all those guys at the time. But injuries oh, got yeah. to him. Yes, I, I agree 100%. I, I thought he was going to be the next big thing. And in Cincinnati, sometimes it doesn't turn out that way. We know how to live with it. We know how to move on. <laughs> right. Exactly. Dennis, I think the Bengals' offense and defense need to play more aggressive, more intensity. Do 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 they got the right personnel, right players, right coach? 
Um, well, I don't. We, we don't have all the right personnel. I can tell you that for a fact. Because <laughs> if we did, we wouldn't be complaining about the offensive line all the time. And I said, the coach, I'm, there's a lot of stuff that he's done. I mean, look, Joe Burrow is on pace <clears throat> offensively break almost every record for a rookie QB. He's had 95 completions, and he's been sacked 17 times. I mean, so Zach's doing something right because he's – you know, as far as Burrow's development, he's not squandering it at all. So, you know, he's he's doing something right there as far as that goes. Now, the offensive line, yeah, he that has been a big problem. We all we we all knew that was a big problem. So now the other cool thing that happened last week, T. Higgins was the first rookie to record a multiple touchdown game with two of them last week versus the Eagles. Now Higgins is the is or excuse me, Higgins is one of five Bengals to record two TDs in the first season. The interesting thing is he's done it faster than anybody else, and that's another thing that goes back to Joe of, of finding you know finding guys open, finding you know everybody's complaining about AJ Green not getting the ball. If you're open, Joe doesn't care who it is; he's gonna throw it to you. That's we got Jeremy. And that's the kind of, yeah, that's the kind of quarterback you want, man. I mean, I gave you guys a little tidbit last night while we got a couple people still on here. Uh, I want to give you guys the projection of what Joe Burrow could do this year. Um, if he stays on just the pace that he's at right now, and this is horrible offensive line, can't get any worse, it's got to get better. <laughs> um, but at this pace – he is up for 4,379 yards passing behind this line the way it is now. Preach, Preach Jeremy. Keep going. 27 touchdowns. <laughs> 27. Damn. Give me 30. Give me 30. Woo! Track. And only five interceptions. Five. Bam! Now, anybody, anybody remember Peyton Manning's rookie year? Peyton Manning? Anybody yeah. remember that rookie year? Exactly. So we've got hope in Cincinnati. We just don't have a line. Right. Exactly. That's and I we keep saying it, but I mean it's true. You know. <laughs> Higgins is a badass trade Ross. Hey, I I would trade Ross for like I said, if anybody would give us a big fat offensive lineman, third, fourth string, <laughs> I'll take it right now because maybe he could actually block somebody. <laughs> Who knows? Yep. We'll <laughs> see. All right, you guys heard anything about Ross? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard if he's playing. I doubt he's playing. Uh, I hope we can stay with the cast we had last week. Yes, I agree with you. Ross might change the defense, but like the, the new era, Thomas Boyd, Thomas Boyd, Green Higgins. Yes, I, 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 Ross, I'm, dude, I'm, I, I'm done with him. I mean, look, I think a good team to try to dangle him out to is Kansas City. You know, see if they want because they like speed and he's fast and and he is he's fast and maybe Andy Reid and a new change of scenery can get him going. You know, maybe maybe it'll help him. But I'd like to at least get something for him because he was a number one draft pick for us. You know, so it would be nice yeah. to get something. You know, I'm, I'll I'll take a seventh pick right now. I mean, you know, just extra picks would be nice. Just you know, try to do something. 
it, you know, it's there's something about Ross that doesn't fit in with this offense. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. But through three years now, a lot of injuries as well. You know, he's also very injury prone. But there's something about Ross that doesn't fit in with this offense that may fit in great, like you said, with Kansas City. So, right. what does that have to say? He can't catch a cold, though, Matthew says. <laughs> he, can't, uh, he can't catch a cold. He can't get open either. I don't – He's, you know, he, he runs well, a – 2.4 what, <laughs> what yeah. the, the fastest 40 time in NFL history and combine he yep. doesn't there's been yeah in the combine there's been times where he just stops on routes I'm like why did you stop <laughs> run that is your part that is, that is your what you that, that's what got you here I agree with you Jeff I mean he knows how he knows the routes that's why they practice this stuff in training camps if he could just run a full route and know what he's doing, I don't think he would have a problem with this team. But uh, to me, I agree with him. I think they just need to cut him and get somebody out of him. Right. I got here. Uh, Facebook uh, person, Ross, injuries and drops too many. Yeah. I mean, he's not injured. Last two years, I don't think he's been injured. He just – he can't – they can't put him on the field now because you can't rely on him. And one thing um, that I, I think I heard Joe, Joe Burrow say this week that – uh they're trying to get him to uh, stop holding on to the ball so long, which I haven't noticed him holding on the ball that long. But Joe's like, I'm here to make plays. You know, I get paid to make plays. Those defensive guys get paid millions of dollars to come tackle me. <laughs> That's the point. He goes, he goes, if I can run around, make a play, and get hit, he goes, I'll take that all day long, which I agree with that to a certain extent. <laughs> I just don't want to get hurt, you know. So that's what I'm saying. I guess my point to this is, Ross, you can't trust him to to finish a play. He gives up too easy. You know, he doesn't finish his routes. Right. Like, like, okay, Higgins last week. Remember Joe's running to the sideline, trying to, you know, make a play, trying to do something. Higgins, yeah, he was out of bounds, but he came back in, got open. You know, he didn't give up on the play. And that's what your these wide receivers are going to have to realize – Joe is going to keep fighting until he can't fight anymore, and they got to be with him and try to get open. It, it, that's exactly right, and I, I don't know. You know, I, I saw it come from maybe NFL Network. I don't know how true it is, but to even to, to mention something that ridiculous, that Burrow needs to be careful of how, he, how many times he's getting hit. Yeah. Wow. When you hike the ball, and I'm getting this, this hasn't changed. Whoever's watching, whoever's going to watch this later, it won't change later either. I can promise you that. Hopefully, it does down the road. But when you have 2.7 seconds to throw the ball, if you don't throw it, you're going to get hit. I, he, he's going to get hit. You cannot hike the ball, look up, and your receivers have to have a time to run the routes, no matter what it is, short routes, quick routes, quick slants, quick outs. I don't care. But you're going to get hit at 2.7 seconds, and there's nothing as a quarterback you can do about it to change it. Right. Nothing. Yeah. So if that I mean, reports I mean, true. Yeah, I mean, it goes, it goes with the running game, too, because, I mean, how many times have we seen Mixon make his first cut in the backfield? I mean, he's good, but <laughs> if he – Hands the ball off, and oh, he's got to move real quick. I mean, th those are things that I keep saying. It's offensive line, offensive line. Yeah, yeah we, this is this is a 
a good comment here. <laughs> yeah, because it's Joe's, Joe's fault he's getting hit all the time. Right, exactly. I, I mean, that was just, I don't know. I didn't understand. I mean, I, I think what I think what Zach was trying to say is try to take less hits if he can avoid it, you know. But it's easier said than when you're trying to make plays, you know. I, I, you know, he just wants to protect his quarterback, not, you know, not get him hurt. Marvin didn't start him, Ross. Got to say he nailed that early. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm like, to, I, I, you know, Marvin didn't even play him the first freaking barely played in the first year. And yep. hey, I, I like Marvin Lewis. You know, I, I, you know I, I, he got us out of the doldrums of the nineties. I got nothing against Marvin Lewis, except for the fact that he got us to a certain point and we could not get over that hump. You know, now maybe it might come to that's just a Cincinnati thing and we're stuck like that. I don't know, but we'll find out. <laughs> maybe we just want to get back to that point again. Yeah. Maybe that's all, yeah. you know, Exactly. When you get there, we've got to learn to win. We, we've, we've got to start winning. I think that's one thing uh, Zach said in his uh, press conference this week, is we've got to learn to win. And the thing is, we've got a bunch of winners on our team. So what what exactly? we got to learn to win. Okay, I understand <laughs> that in the NFL you need to learn to win. But we have a ton of winners on this team. Joe Burrow is a winner. He came from Ohio State, winner, Okay. Um, <laughs> um, um, he won the anyway, national championship at LSU, just just to let you know. Yeah, but get, get out. Um, <laughs> but you know, we've got winners on this team that know how to win. We just need to go out and do it, and we haven't done it because of a coach's responsibility to make sure your number one draft pick overall, the franchise QB, is taken care of, and we have not done that. And everyone right. I mean, he's got an average pocket time, like you said, 2.3 seconds. He's been blitzed 43 times. That's fourth most in the NFL. I mean, though you can't survive on that. He's on pace to get sacked 74, 75 times. I mean, the record was uh, uh, Dave, not David Carr. Uh, what was David Carr's brother for the Houston Texans? Was that David Carr? Uh, or Derek. That? Derek Carr. Derek, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he he got he got sex 70, 76 times in one season. That was his rookie year. And you know, he never really got got back from that. My thing is how can and this this goes back to Ross a little bit. How can T. Higgins pick up these plays, but Ross can't? You know? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. There, it's it's all fundamentals, you know. I mean, if Higgins is picking this stuff up quick, why can't Ross do it? You know? So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> After three years, you know, this is his third year coming right. in. Uh, there's no more excuses. There's no more rookie. There's there's none of that left. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing with they reached for Ross. They they drafted him because that was and that to me that was the beginning of the end of the Bengals run. They let Whitworth go. They let Zeitler go. They let Marvin Jones go. They let Sanugo, and I understood at the time you cannot um, sign all four of them, you know, but you had at least signed two of them. I mean, yeah, everybody keeps talking Whitworth was a huge loss, which it was. I didn't want them to let him go, but the money he got from L.A., probably they're the only team that would have gave him that. I mean, he is an older guy. So the Bengals did try to sign Whitworth. They just weren't going to pay him as much money as the Rams because, you know, 
he's an older football player and you know it, it, once you get a certain age you're gonna go down and what, what hasn't to his credit but you know so i mean that was the end that was the beginning of the end right there they reached on ross i think it's apparent they reached on him yep yeah completely i mean uh, his size his catches, you know, you watch him at Washington and you watch him in the NFL, it's like watching two completely different players. It really is. It's, 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 I don't know if it's he's afraid to get hit or, you know, to finish that route and knows that he's got somebody coming over the top of. I, I don't know what it is with Ross, but he's not the same player from Washington that everybody oh. throws the highlights up and says, look how great this guy is. Not even close. All right, question for Facebook. You guys are right on the money. Burrow, in his nature, is a competitor. If the stat, staff wants to take and assist and ho hold him back, not a good look. The organization needs to address the elephant in the room. It's our line is behind skilled, talented players. Yeah, we got it. I mean, we got running backs. We got wide receivers. I mean, it's the same, you know. No. Nope. Uh, like, same thing I've been saying. Good. And, and that was a great question. And by the way, if you just run over to YouTube really fast, put in sports with strawberry ice or Cincinnati sports with strawberry ice. Either one. Click on click on to subscribe. Just click on. Uh, we can That's see it. who you are, and we can throw your name out there. Uh, so that way we know who you are. A little tappy. <laughs> little tappy. Little tappy. Little tappy. Yeah. Then, then just want to throw that out there, though. Seriously, that way that was a good question. So we would like to have right. your name. So if we could yeah. get it, that'd be great. Yeah. Look like Gino's gonna be out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Gino is out, unfortunately, again. Uh Matthew, LOL, I admit it. Took a trip back memory lane. Marvin see Marvin seems to be assisting. To be, yeah, assisting Arizona. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what he's doing. The, 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 the only thing we really, you know, that excites me about Sunday is Jacksonville Jaguars defense is not that good. No. So, well, the team's not that good. Right. Exactly. The team, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's almost the same as us, you know, playing the Chargers or the Eagles or, right. or Cleveland at that. I'm not giving Cleveland any freaking respect. They can go – Okay, anyway, so uh, <laughs> but they've allowed seven passing touchdowns this year, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, they've allowed three rushing touchdowns, which that's it's pretty stout. But, you know, they've allowed ten touchdowns this year. We, we should be able to score against the Jaguars. If our, if our offensive line got – how do the people – how the Catholics do – but anyway, if they can just <laughs> – um, if they can just hold on, just, to, just give him give him three point five seconds. If we can add an extra second onto Joe Burrow, then maybe uh, Zach Taylor or whoever might be saying you need to watch out how, how you're taking hits or take less hits. Uh, maybe he will if he has more than two point four to two point seven seconds to throw the ball. All right, all right, Matthew's got another question. Here's a scenario. If Burrow and Finley get injured, could Zach Taylor come in and at least lead us to the Bourbon Bowl? 
That sounds oh, like what Jeremy were saying yesterday when we got the question about the, who's going to win the uh, the Preakness or whatever that horse, <laughs> yeah. horse race is. Oh, Preakness. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy said the K- Kentucky Derby. I said the Kentucky Bourbon. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the bourbon Bowl. I like that. <laughs> that's that, that's where we're heading yeah. this year. Yeah, Ray, this this is one that I, I've been calling for. Identity. I don't know why they haven't tried it. And I would put it this way. Maybe he's not ready. I mean, that's the only reason to me that Adenajai hasn't been given a shot. You know, I mean, he's throwing Fred Johnson and Billy Price out there. I said give the rookie a shot, but apparently they don't think he's ready. But apparently they thought Bobby Bobby Hart was ready and, you know. You you know, uh, Mike – Puts just about everything up on Bengals Nation for you guys watching on Bengals Nation. For you guys watching on Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice, Jeff does a, a daily show. You guys have heard it, you know, it all. We have no I, – I, have, I haven't. Have you guys read anything about him at all? No. About hmm. anything? Possibly I haven't heard nothing, to be rotation. honest with you. Nope. And Jim Turner – are long time. He's he's a long time NFL coach in in some you know some way. He's been a coach a long time. He had a second round grade on this kid. So right. I would just like to know why have we not heard anything about him? We see our line struggle every single week. Why have we mm-hmm. not got a news report? I, I don't care. How is anyway. it? Does he have bad breath? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got one from Dennis here. It was refreshing to hear Boyd public, publicly support Joe Burrow and in a way pressure the organization to protect him. I agree with you. That that was that's one that's great. Joe, Joe Burrow has got the support of his teammates. They love him. I mean I second that, you know. Be, I agree. He needs that support. Yeah, I mean to be a rookie and to be uh, named to you know, captain of the team, that doesn't happen very often. Even if you are the number one pick overall, it, if you don't deserve it, your team that's that that's voted in by your teammates. They voted him that. So yeah, I mean Joe Burrow's got the support of the team. And yeah, they I I agree with they needed to protect him. That's what we've all been saying. And you know it, it's gotta be hard yeah. as a wide receiver to literally probably get three quarters of the way through your route, look back. And your quarterback's laying on the ground 75% right. of the time, 90% maybe. But, yeah. Or look it, back you know. and, I say, or look back and realize, oh, crap, I, I got to cut this off and come back and help him because he's, he's already exactly. in trouble. Yep. And that's what they're doing. They're breaking their routes off well before I can – and that's a good point, Jeff. You know, they're, they're probably cutting off – there's a lot of routes being cut off in Cincinnati right now to try to, try to give him any sort of opening to throw the ball. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Now we're talking about the. I'm the thinking defense. the receivers. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. No, go ahead, Mike. Go, go for it. Um, I'm just thinking that when the receivers are running down the field to get the ball, you know, when they look back, they're like, oh, God, Burrow's on his back again. It's like they feel like they're getting their exercise in, which they are, but that's not good for the receivers, you know? So right. the offensive line, to win this game this week, the offensive line has to come up big. Because, like you guys said, the 
really Jacksonville's not that good. So go get them, guys. All right. Now, this is a good question. Jim will get Zach fired. 2020 Eric Bianami, your thoughts? I, to be honest, I was kind of rooting for Eric Bianami, uh to begin with. I mean, that's that's the guy I would like to see in the Bengals hire. I mean, you he play he. I don't know if he calls all the plays at Kansas City, but I know he calls some of them. And just by that aspect alone, I think he 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 should be given a shot. If, if he doesn't get a head coaching job after this year, I'll I'll be shocked. But, I mean, in that aspect, Zach Taylor, quote-unquote, helped call some of the plays with the Rams, too. So, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I think Eric Bieniemy should be getting a shot. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. You took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the same thing. The Rams had this spectacular year, and we took Zach Taylor, and then this happened. But Bieniemy has played for Cincinnati. He was one of my favorite players. I love Bieniemy. Yeah. He did everything. Yeah. He ran yeah. the ball. He caught the ball. And and now, you know, he's been with this team for a few years now. Is that correct? Am I way off here? He's been with them. No, a, no, a, yeah. A, yeah. A couple you know, years. I don't know how many, but yeah. Yeah, we're not looking at a first-year first coach here. And I do like him, but I'm not – you know, we're not going to get rid of Zach Taylor this year. Right. How would you like to have Eric be enemy here and have Zach Taylor? Well, that's not going to happen because he's, he, he, unless the Bengals are going to pay. I mean, yeah, I'd love it, but unless the yeah. Bengals are going to pay him more money than he's getting to Kansas City, which I don't right. think is going to happen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I do. I do think it would be nice if Zach got a, a, a to, let, let Callahan try to call the place. Let's see. Let's see what happens there. You know. Because maybe it's something different. Because maybe you know, not every quarter, not not every coach is cut out to call the plays. You know, they're just because I, I think Zach he gets going, and then for some reason when we get to the red zone, I'm gonna compare it to the Reds again. It's kind of like the Reds <clears throat> they hit the ball, hit the ball, hit the ball, get the guy on third base, and all of a sudden the balls just shriveled up and could not hit the freaking thing to get a play, you know, get a run in. And that's kind of the way I feel about what happens with the Bengals. We get to the red zone. It's like, all right, yeah, we're doing great. We're flowing. We're flowing. Oh crap. Now what do we do? Let's do something crazy. No, <laughs> do what you've been doing. And, and, and Armadillo, we're playing great on defense. Okay. We got the lead. It's, it's, we're going into to, to halftime here. Let's play zone. No play. Man to man, what you been doing? I mean, sometimes you can't don't outthink the room. You're not that freaking smart, you know. And that's where I think Zach does sometimes. And I, I think they try to out outthink themselves. I'm like, do what you've been doing. If that run this play until they freaking stop it, you know. Anyway, sorry, I went off a little. Hey, Just no, answer. you're sorry. I completely agree with you that, you know, Zach and the balls have shriveled up um, in Cincinnati. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you're, you're exactly right. And, and, uh, you know, and we, we, we got the show has gone off the rails now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know that was unintentional. I'm kidding. But anyway, um, yeah, and you know, I think a better way to say it, man. <laughs> no, there isn't. There isn't. And but you know, Zach Taylor wants to talk about bro taking hits or whatever. He's also got to learn how to manage a football game. 
And, you know, we get away from a lot of running. We get away from a lot of the screen passes. We get he, he starts getting, <clears throat> you know, like we're down by three. We're, we got to launch the ball. And Burrow just is he's, he's getting killed. We, we've got mm-hmm. to add more tight end screens, running back screens. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Wide receiver screen. I used to hate wide receiver screens. Now I pray for one. Right. There was a good question about screens up here. I'm trying to find it. I don't know. I'm getting a lot of questions, guys. I'm trying to get them all on. Sometimes I, I miss some. But I, I don't know. We had we did have somebody comment about screens. and I don't, But, yeah, I mean, I think one thing that he, he has done more screens this year than last year. And I, I, cause I remember screaming about that. I'm like, Run a screen, get Geo out there. Now this is one that I I'd like to try see if the Bengals do. I don't know if anybody's picked him up or not, but Thaddeus Moss. I mean, him yeah. and, and Burrow had a great connection in college, you know. So I, I I know he got cut. I don't know if anybody picked him up or not, but um, you know, well, uh, we're not sure what's what's if he if he got picked up or not. But I think that's a, that's a good uh, a good uh, thought. To try and especially, do Sorry. especially after you uh, losing CJ Uzama. Um, yeah, what's he going to hurt? What would it hurt? I, throw him on the right, practice. Try it. Yep. <laughs> right. All right. Got another question. Here. Uh, <clears throat> Matthew. Yeah, exactly. Right. Routes. Routes. Cut off. Can't, oh, there it is. Can't recall one screen. This that was the one I was looking for. Can't recall one screen. I mean that. I, I guess I trust me, <laughs> Matthew. I've seen seen screens because I'm like, yay! Because <laughs> that's where I, I've been calling for that a ton. There have been not as many as I would like, but also the thing is to a screen to be able to to pull it off, you have to be able to act like you're going to run it sometimes. And I know there was a play last week where we tried to do you know fake the run and Burrow they didn't buy it. Burrow got blew up. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why it is hard to do screens, but you know, you can roll, you still can roll him out and throw a screen that way. You know, you still try that. And, and that's exactly what I hear. I, I watch every Bengals game with my dad, which everybody knows by now, but um, that's what he's been, you know, hollering for when, when they watch tape, when a team watches tape of Cincinnati, they see what's going on. That it, we're not the only ones that know about our offensive line, guys. Okay, oh, yeah. there's thirty, there's thirty-one other teams in the NFL that that know about our offensive line. So what we know that they're seeing, we need to combat with certain other things, and and that's that's one way to do that is screen passes, quick outs, roll out Joe Burrow, let him run around, let him do his thing. Don't keep him in pocket two point seven seconds. Yeah, and well, if you do roll him out, don't have both wide receivers in the exact same spot. That would help. All right, Maybe right that. here. Should should we trade? <clears throat> excuse me, a second and seventh pick for offensive tackle Cam Robinson or guard Zach, Kevin Zeitler? Zeitler. Yes, if that's an option that you've heard of, yes, I would do that. Second and a seventh. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I, I believe we've got our future in Burrow, and that's what we need to invest in. Yeah. So yeah. we're on that. Hey, Jeremy, you got a request here, buddy. They, they, I, I, she's, this person's blown, blown it up a ton. I'll, I'll put this one up for you. 
Wish you'd watch the game with me, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll definitely catch a game sometime. You just get with me. You find me on Facebook. I'm easy to find. It's not hard. What? Why is your face getting so red, Jeremy? <laughs> I said, why is your face getting so red? <laughs> Somebody's I, hey, I love. I, I love Bengal ladies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, guys, you got any uh, anything else? Any other points here? Are we going to end this Mike? thing? Cause I, I... Well, I can give you my prediction. I don't know. People probably think I'm crazy, but uh, <laughs> um, my prediction for this weekend will be 28-17 to Bengals. 28-17. Ooh. Jeremy, you got one? <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to go with 21-17 Cincinnati. Boom. <laughs> well, last I lost you, Jeff. Yeah, Jeremy. Go ahead. Yeah, Jeff, you, you got to. Well, last you got, week I missed, I missed the uh, Bengals <laughs> score by one, one point. I said 24-17, they got 23. But I also said they're going to win. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it it's so hard to predict these games with 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 all the injuries we got now. I, I'm <laughs> I'm a little less confident than I was going into the show since Daniels is out and Gino's out and oh, so I don't know. I, I I'll I'll just go with the same one I said last week. Twenty eight seventeen. I I you know I'm not really very big at predicting predicting things. I'm not very good at it anyway. So go. What were you going to say, Jeremy? I was just going to let everybody know to make sure that they come check us out on Sports with Strawberry Ice, Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice, Bengals Whatever. Nation, and I want all of you to know one thing. <laughs> you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Exactly. Who day? Who day? <laughs>